Hello, I'd like to welcome you all to the Department of Defense's Bloggers Roundtable for Wednesday, March 20th, 2013. My name is Bradley Cantor with the Office of the Secretary of Defense Public Affairs, and I will be moderating today's call. Today, we are honored to have as our guest, Mr. John Johnson, Chief Quality Assurance Division for the U.S. Army's Military Surface Deployment and Distribution Command, Scott Air Force Base, Illinois. Mr. Johnson serves as a senior level traffic management specialist for the Deputy Chief of Staff for Personal Property with managerial responsibility over the Qualifications and Operations Team for the Defense Personal Property Program, or DP3. He will, today we'll discuss ways the Department of Defense and the U.S. Coast Guard service members and families can improve and enhance their PCS experience, especially when moving household goods during the peak moving season. A note to our bloggers on the line today. Please remember to clearly state your name and blog or organization in advance of your question. Res respect the guest's time and keep your question succinct and to the point. And please keep your phone on mute when you aren't talking. And with that, I turn the roundtable over to Mr. Johnson. Well, good, uh, good morning or afternoon, depending on where you're actually sitting at out there. Um, this is actually our first time trying to do this bloggers roundtable, so uh, we're a little new at it, but I think we kind of understand the concept. Um, and uh, since he gave a little, um, Brian Bradley already gave a little intro of, of what I actually do, um, I'll just turn it over to the, the first questions, I guess. Okay, uh, so the uh, first question, the first blogger we have here is Heather Sweeney. Do you have a question? Hi, this is Heather Sweeney from Spouse Buzz. Um, a lot of our readers are new military spouses, and I was wondering if you had any specific tips for new military families embarking on their first PCS move, um, particularly those spouses who may have to do a lot of the legwork without the help of their service member, um, as well as what resources they should be aware of. Sure. Uh, well, for anybody that's their first time moving, uh, and the services, some of them have a, a separate policy as well, too, but they, they really want those first-time movers to actually go in and, and see a, uh, the personal property shipping office that's responsible for their area first. Um, I mean, that's the best way to sit down and have somebody go face-to-face -face and, and explain to you how the move is, is actually supposed to, how it will work for you. Um, but the system that we have set up actually also is, is online as well. So it's a, it's a web-based format that you can actually go out there and, and self-counsel yourself to read through everything that is actually going on or that you'll need to, to be aware of during your move. And uh, so that's kind of, uh, kind of both places where you would actually look at. So if you're first time, go inside the, to the personal property shipping office and have them explain to you everything you need. And then uh, there are a lot of resources on our move.mil website that um, that people will go to, to to find out about how to move, how, how to get into the system, shipping management, local contacts, those types of things. Great. Uh, the next blogger is Katie Savant. Do you have a question for our guest? Hi, yes, Katie Savant with the National Military Family Association. Um, our families are very concerned about the impacts of sequestration on PCS moves this year. We're particularly concerned about if there's going to be funding available to cover the transportation of household goods and how that will impact families directly. I don't know if you could offer any insight as to whether this will be implemented differently by each of the services or whether SCDC will have a role in helping um, you know, to mitigate some of these circumstances. If you could talk about how sequestration impacts moves this year, that would be very helpful. Uh, you are correct. It is kind of the, the services that will make their determination 
and we have uh, been talking to our counterparts in the, in the different services in the Coast Guard that, that deal with movement of household goods, and, and they've gone and talked to their, um, I would call it their one communities, the folks that have the, the responsibility of the PCS budget. And, and I think even in the language that came out with the sequestration um, that President Obama said that the money for PCS is, is not going to be impacted by the uh, by the sequestration. So our, all of our intel shows that the moves will be happening on, on a normal rotation basis, if you will, so, so those things will still be going on. However, if if we do get into sequestration, the, the part that's really probably going to affect DOD is that we will be basically reducing our manpower by about 20% during, you know, this busy summer season, and it's already a challenge to, to service every customer that needs to come through there. So we've kind of gone out with um, some different information to let folks know that if we get into the sequestration that maybe a little slowness of, of getting some things done if we're just down manpower and hours across the globe. And if I could do a follow-up on that, when you say the reduction, would that be actually at the transportation offices locally that would be impacted because of civilian furloughs? Yes, exactly. Because all of the local personal property shipping offices are all DOD employees, and, and they would be affected by that as we're getting at. Okay, thank you. Oh, great. We, next we have Michelle Winning from Military Matters. Oh no, I'm I'm from the National Military Family Association. Okay, my apologies. It's okay. Um, and Katie has asked all the questions um, that okay. concern our association. Okay, so uh, Chris Pape, do you have a question for our guest? Um, not at this time. I'd like to list, continue to listen. Please. All right. Well, I know somebody. I'm sorry. If this is Amy Bushes, I failed to give you my. Uh, the fact that I was here. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. my, uh, my stuff was still... May I ask a question? I'm with military.com. Of course you can. Go right ahead. Yeah, I was hoping you could expand a little bit on how uh, that... on what slowness means in terms of those furloughs. Like, how will um, families see that slowness impact them? What are some um, examples of things uh, families might experience due to those furloughs? And um, maybe what are ways that... Um, those families can mitigate the slowness caused by that furloughs by maybe uh, preparing ahead, for example. Thank you. Yeah, yeah well, you, you really touched on one of the big things we kind of put out to all of the folks that are getting ready to move, and, and in particular in the summertime, is that you really need to get ahead of um, bow waiver, if you will, as far as the, the, the big moves that happen between uh, May and, and, uh, and the end of July. So, in, in that regard, anything you can do as soon as you get your orders to prepare ahead of time, it would be important so that you're, you can save some time. But, but the way it will really kind of impact um, probably a member is, you know, if they were to go into a personal property shipping office, it might take them a little longer to get serviced because of the volume of customers that they normally have and, and the reduction in the manpower of folks being able to take care of them, as an example. Um, and it's not just for your members, but that would be like for the transportation or the transportation service provider community that we have. I mean, there's a lot of dialogue that happens on all of the moves that, that, that go on, and, and when we're going to be short-staffed, if you will, that would definitely cause uh, you know some slowness of getting responses more than anything else. But I don't I don't think it, it would impact it whether I can actually get a move or not get a move. It's just more on the you know it might take me a few extra hours to get something done that would normally take me a short amount of time. 
so if, if I may ask a um, follow-up clarification question, um, we're saying that um, it could take longer to get moves booked. Um, it could take longer to um, hear back that you have a move date um, set and all, kind of all those logistical things that military families uh, spend a lot of time worrying and wondering over could just take longer for you to get that information. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's worst case scenario, that's that's kind of what we're anticipating. Is it just uh, would take you a little extra time uh, to get information or to hear back from who might be moving you and those types of things. And again, that kind of feeds into as soon as you get your orders or you know that you're moving, uh, that's the time to get in there and, and start talking to those local folks. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Are there any bloggers online that have not asked a question yet? Great. Uh, so I'd like to thank you all. We've had some great questions and comments today. As we need to wrap up today's call, I'd like to ask Mr. Johnson if he had any final comments. Well, um, it, uh, there's probably a lot of things to, to kind of say, but more than anything, we, we've kind of put out a lot of information uh, through our SDDC uh, Command Affairs section, and it flows out through uh, the DOD channels like, like this right here. And it's in a centered lot on moving tips and how to prepare and get yourself ready for for a, a summer season type move because again that's when about 40% of our shipments throughout DOD happen in that summer time frame and anything that folks can do to prepare and get ahead of it or to be able to move outside of that peak of the peak from the middle of January or June to the uh, 4th of July and that seems to be the, the most impacted area when you're trying to move because in that time frame, anything that, that happens, uh, you know, truck breaks down, flat tire, those types of things, it has a domino effect and, and allows you to be expecting to get moved or delivered on one day, and, and there is no replacement truck to kind of come in there and take care of that for you. So the word to the wise, if you will, is to kind of move on the outside of that as much as possible, but uh, when you do have to move inside those time frames, you know, make sure that you uh, are flexible and, and you get ahead of it as soon as possible when you get your orders, and uh, that kind of sets you up for success a little bit more. It's always a challenging time in the summer, um, so you know the best you can get ahead of the best you can do is you know to get ahead of it as much as possible and, and get your stuff uh, solidified before it gets really really busy. So with that, uh, thanks uh, for listening. Thank you, sir. Uh, today's program will be available online at dodlive.mil, where you'll be able to access a story based on today's call, along with source documents such as this audio file and a print transcript. Again, thank you, Mr. Johnson, and to our blogger participants. This concludes today's event. Feel free to disconnect at this time. Goodbye.